Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And joining us on the line, great to welcome back to Flow, Andy Pinko. G'day, Andy. How are you doing today? Really well, mate. Thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it. It is a pleasure. Great to be chatting to you again. And tell me firstly, how was uh, the festive break for you? Did you manage to sort of have some downtime and sort of get recharged? How did it go for you? Yeah, it's um, been a strange couple of years, you know, because obviously we've been spending a lot of time at home and I'm in in Sydney. So for me, um, you know, my whole world kind of revolves around being at home. So didn't really feel too much like a festive season, although I got to spend some time with some uh, family and friends, which was the main thing. Yeah, definitely. Well, that's the, at least you're able to do that because some, they still can't do it, but having that festive time with family, even if it's for a little bit, it, it certainly can help. So good on you. Totally agree. Yeah, I did um, head out west. I was at Coonabarra brand um, for New Year's Eve. I had a show out there, which was, which was fantastic, and um, up in Queensland as well when the borders opened. So yeah. well, keep me busy. Well, your song that we talked about before was Before I Go, and we love that track. We've got a new one to talk about now, 1993. So um, I guess we're having a bit of a, a nostalgia session with this song? Yeah, we are. Um, it's so funny because, you know, for me to write this song, it's just a, a look back on, on my life, I guess, and, and growing up in a small country town. And we had this um, willow tree in our backyard. And I remember as a kid, you know, we'd all used to go and play under this tree and pretending that we were rock stars and whatever else we were doing under there, yeah. um, you know, being rat bags or whatever we were doing. But it was just such a, um, a strong memory for me. Um, so that's how the song came about. But it's, it's funny, I'm getting a lot of people that are, are listening to the song now um, telling, you know, give me feedback saying, oh, this is what I was doing in 1993. So it's been a really cool um, exercise, to be honest with you. Excellent. Well, I was working in radio in Western Australia in, in a remote place out there. So it yeah, was, uh, and I just remember it was always hot. It was, or very hot, <laughs> it was, or it was humid. Sure. Yeah, it was. There was three temps: hot, very hot, or humid. That was it. Yeah, <laughs> it pretty much is out that way, isn't it? It, it is. But one of the things <laughs> I always enjoyed was uh, the sunsets at night. The just the colours I've just never oh. seen anywhere else, and I think it's magic. Just, it's yeah. just that that up that part of the world in Northern WA. Yeah. It was just a beautiful spot, and I'm, I'm thankful for the time. Learned a lot from it, and it certainly uh, was a, a great experience. But, and, I'm, and I'm thinking now back to when I was a kid and we didn't have a willow tree. I don't know what sort of a tree it was, but we did have a tree in the backyard that I used to climb and, and just get up there and um, nearly fell out of it a couple of times. But that was part of being a kid too. <laughs> that was the part of being a kid, wasn't it? And that's the, the, um, that's the vibe that I wanted from this song, you know. Um, and even in the music video, I had some really great little actors come in and play yeah. the younger versions of me, which was cool. So, um, and my, my father, my old man, is in the, in the music video too. So it's quite a special um, project, this one. I was going to ask you about that because, uh, yeah, that's one of the things I noticed was the old fella and I was going to ask, who is it? And mm. so that's your dad. So, uh, that's that, my dad, yeah. <laughs> oh, excellent. He's, he's, he's the star of the show. I get more comments about him, to be honest. 
So in your next video, is he going to demand for you know a trailer and all that sort of thing for him? And <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. He's already said to me, you know, he's available for other shoots and um, interviews yeah. and bits <laughs> and pieces. But I think for me, the whole the whole idea of the music video, who I mean, I shot it with Jay Senior, who I've done yep. five music videos with now. Um, you know, I wanted it to be really personal. Obviously, having my old man in there and the car that I'd learned to drive in is in the music video as well, and. Um, it was shot in the, in the local area where I grew up, so on New South Wales, South Coast. So it's, um, yeah, it's something that I can just kind of, you know, carry with me. And, and um, yeah, it's a really great memory. And so we should get your dad's name. We shouldn't just keep calling him old man. So, <laughs> yeah, Peter. His name's Peter, yeah. Peter is a legend, and we look forward to seeing him in future Andy videos. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll have to, yeah, I'll pretty, he'll probably put his price up for the next one. <laughs> <laughs> dads do that, yeah. They do, yes. And I'm looking at the clip right now and the car, the old Corolla, and mm. it, the memories it brings back from me, and, I, and I'm sure many of us older folks will relate to it straight away, is um, the, the the seat covers, the sheep's in wool seat covers. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? They're, they're a classic. My dad loves those things. I think um, he does say that it keeps, the, keeps you co- um, warm in winter and cool in summer, yeah. but I'm not too sure about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> I think that, that's, that's the theory you like to work with, but it doesn't always <laughs> yeah. work out that way. And then, yeah, but um, he loves he's got he loves that car. It's, an, it's his old girl. He's um he's he just you know because my brother learned to drive in it and I learned to drive in it. So I think he just kept it for that that reason, you know, yeah. for the nostalgic of it all. And it's still going now. It's still going. Yeah, my cousin's um, who's a mechanic just uh, spent a whole bunch of time and and um, effort in putting a new motor and just like you know looking after it. And it's garage and let me tell you, it probably goes better than my new Subaru outside. Well, yeah, and it's still going, and, and it's bringing back memories from some of the cars that uh, I I drove years ago, and oh, yeah, and, <laughs> yeah. And no, um, there w- there would have been a no electric windows, and if you wanted air conditioning, just roll a window down. That's right, and if you got stuck, your um, <laughs> you'd have to keep it down during the rain, wouldn't you? Yep. Oh yes, yes, <laughs> too funny. Yes, the all, all the dramas that uh, we used to go through, the kids these days, they just go, what? I know, right, exactly. You know, and we, you know, looking back on my, myself growing up in, in the 90s and early 2000s, you know, even, you know, that wasn't hard for us at all, you know, but the kids now would probably be a lot harder, hard, would have been a lot harder for us if they were growing up then. But if you look back, yeah. you know, to my grandparents and going through the, the war and all that kind of stuff, you know, we had no troubles whatsoever, yeah. <laughs> to be honest with you. I'm just looking at the scene. I've just paused it. It's of the the radio in the car. I don't. I don't think kids would even know what that is. They would. Yeah, that's it would an old an old analog car, digital, um, old yeah. analog AM radio. Yeah, that used to be fought over. Yeah. Mm, yep. Yeah. Oh, those memories of road trips in the cars. Oh, yeah, lots of fun. Lots of fun. Exactly. So, so that the song's all about that. So I just want to test your 1993 knowledge too, if I can. Oh, mate, let's do it. The pressure's on. The well, pressure this, is on. these will be real easy ones. Uh, who was our Prime Minister? <laughs> oh, um, I'm going to say uh, Paul Keating. Spot on. Yep. Yeah. Right, I've got one Keating. right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, you're, you're from New South Wales, so who was the Premier of New South Wales? Oh, oh, oh mate. I absolutely have no idea. <laughs> John Fay. <laughs> Yeah, John Fay was the premier, and John for, Fay, I've yeah. never got that in a million years. And in Victoria, it was Jeff Kennett, and in South Australia, it was Lynn Arnold, who recently had a birthday. Just throwing that in there. Um, yeah, right. There what, you go. Just going on sport. Who won the AFL Grand Final? 
Um, the AFL Grand Final, 1993. Oh, mate, I reckon it could have been uh, Geelong. No. Essendon. Uh, Essendon, correct. Who did they defeat? Oh, mate, that's a tough one. Was it Geelong? No, Carlton. No, by, by, Carlton 40, okay. by 44 points. <laughs> Uh, there you go. Not, there you go. When, when's the, is that the last time they won? Uh, <laughs> could be. I, no, no. Well, no, some won in 2000, so but there you go. Um, there you go. And uh, Shane Warne did something very spectacular in 1993. What was that? Oh, mate. Um, <laughs> this is really testing oh, it. <laughs> Release his perfume. I don't know. <laughs> 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 um, I don't know. He, I'm, I'm stumped on that one as well. It was the ball of the century. It was his first delivery in the Ashes, Ashes match, and he completely bowled Mike Gadding. And it's, it's there you go. Yeah, well, one of those I, things. Yeah. It's funny because you know Shane Warne, obviously being a legend, legendary cricketer, had kind of been overshunned in the last couple of years, hasn't he? With all the controversy and bits and pieces he's been doing, but yeah, he's still a great cricketer from back then. Yeah, yeah, that's our warning. Uh, do you know <laughs> what were the biggest hits from the year? Any idea? Well, biggest hits from 1993. Um, I'm going to say, oh, I reckon, like, maybe a... Oh, you, know, you get a Jackson around then? Meatloaf, who just passed away. I reckon Meatloaf might have been around that time. Yep, his um, song, uh, I'd Do Anything for Love, But I Won't Do That, that was one of the big chart toppers from the year, along with Whitney Houston. There you go. Yeah, Whitney would have been pretty big back then, too, yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, I remember... Um, yeah, there was some great music back then, and, and I'm heavily influenced, I guess, by a lot of 90s stuff, so I probably should have yeah. got that one. And our biggest albums <laughs> from the year, obviously the Bodyguard soundtrack with, with Whitney, and yeah. there, was, there was two others, two blokes, an Englishman and a Canadian. The, 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 I reckon, um, do you remember that then, UB40? I reckon they might have been around then. Yeah, but they, been did, one of, they didn't have one of the number one albums in the land. They didn't, no? No. Okay. It was no. Eric Clapton with Unplugged, but the biggest one, the one that was number one for 12 weeks, was the best of of Brian Adams, So Far, So Good. Was it really? Yeah. Wow. How about that? that? That doesn't seem like that long ago, does it? No, that's what I thought when I looked at it. I had to look at it twice, and, and then I, and yeah. I thought, and I remember it was on, on top of the charts for ages. Because um, the station I was at, we were actually giving away copies of the CD back then, because that's what you did. And, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And, and I realised, and I looked, and it was number one for for twelve weeks. So there you go. Yeah, right. Well, I I, I was I was ten years old, and I actually I remember Brian Adams quite vividly, and a lot of his music getting played around the house for sure. And that is why. That is. <laughs> and Meatloaf, my mum loved him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So what other music from that era has influenced you and helped shape you as the, the artist you are today? Yeah, I mean, I listen to a lot of uh, 90s kind of grunge bands, um, like closer, you know, to the, the end of the 90s. Matchbox 20, they were heavily influenced, I was in, heavily influenced by them. Um, Nirvana, who my brother used to play all the time, and I kind of fell in love with them. <laughs> the Lemonheads. Yeah. Um, you know, that was another band. As well as, um, you know, songwriters like Alanis Morissette, who was kind of like, um, you know, a visionary of of, of her time, like yeah. I guess back in the nineties, writing you know political songs and um, you know standing up for female rights and all that kind of stuff, which is really kind of interesting stuff. Um, Counting Crows as well. I used to listen to a lot of Counting Crows. Um, Mr. Jones, that album was one of my favorite albums. Yep. And Alan Jackson, um, who is a huge influence on my career, 
Um, I used to listen to a lot of his music, and I still do. You know, he's got so many great songs out, and he was pretty big back there in the nineties for sure. Yeah, one of my favourite songs of his, Chattahoochee, and every time I I listen to it, I I just want to dip my feet in water and sit on the on the bank song. and just chill out. It just yeah, he manages to capture that, and he's still he's still doing it today. So he's still doing it today. Yeah, that's definitely a great song. One of mine is um, the Midnight Montgomery. I'm not sure if you've yep, heard of that. Yep. It's a it's a really kind of haunting song, and I love that song. It's a great song. Well, you're writing some great songs, and you've got an album, I understand, that's coming out. Um, so how far away, Andy, before it drops? Yeah, so this album, um, it's been a, a huge work in, the, <laughs> work in progress, you know. Um, it's taken a lot of time to get it to this point. But um, we've put, had to push it back because of a lot of, you know, a lot of things that are happening in the world. So we're looking at mid-year for the launch. Yep. Um, hopefully I'll have, I've got two, two or three singles coming out before them, which is great. Um, but it will be available in all retailers this one. So I've got a distributing deal for this album. So Excellent. anyone anywhere in the country can pick it up from Derby Hi-Fi or um, Sanity Music, which is really exciting for, um, for me as well. So, yeah. Well, at the moment, if we want to check out some of your your previous work and some other things, we can go to your website, andypenko.com, click on the shop section. If we click on the tour section, we can find out where you're going to be performing. You've got some dates coming up soon as well. I do, yeah. I've got a few things coming up. Um, a lot of smaller gigs at the moment, obviously, because you can't really do the bigger shows. Yeah. But um, Tamworth, which has been postponed until April, um, I should have a handful of shows up there. Um, I'm, uh, I've got a show next week in Sydney here, if anyone's in Sydney um, or coming to Sydney, um, at the Vanguard with um, a few other artists. And um, I'll be at Glen Innes on the 19th of this month. Um, and then I'm doing a few shows towards the later of the year with Alan Castor. Yeah, um, and I've got a show with Lynchburg as well here in Sydney, which will be a fantastic show. Um, I'm really looking forward to that because you know Alan, who I absolutely adore, I think he's just one of the best um, songwriters this country has seen, especially the country music industry. So yeah. Well, that's what I was going to ask you because I was going to come back to 1993, because <laughs> um, and I was going to ask you about the experience of Alan helping you mm-hmm. out with the song and, and some others on your album. So what was that experience in like, and why specifically did you want Alan to help you? Yeah, I think you know. Alan has, is such an interesting um, storyteller. I just find him just so authentic um, with what he does. He's just, yeah. you know, there's no BS with Alan. It's just straight down the line. And I remember um, my mum, you know, it was probably a little bit before I was born, but she, you know, used to talk about Prisoner and watch, and, and watch that, and he yep. wrote the, the theme song to that. Yep. So, um, you know, he's done some fantastic stuff, and... I was just really happy that he'd, he'd say, he said yes, that he'd come and write some stuff with me. Um, I already had the idea for the, for this song, 1993, and he came in and he just waved his magic wand. And, um, yeah, he really helped me with developing the sound and, um, you know, all the experience that he's had in yeah. his career, um, you know, is something that I aspire for too, sorry. And I have to say we've got another song on the album that, that he helped me write as well. It's called... Um, Love Lies and Dirty Dishes, and that's the title track of the album. So, yeah, it's a cool track. Love Lies and Dirty Dishes. Oh, okay. (laughs) Working his magic on that song, I'm I'm very intrigued, very intrigued. Um, What was the big takeaway lesson you learned from with with, uh, your your time with Alan? Yeah, I think Alan is just so good. Like, he's he's so quick as well. I really really learned how to kind of, like, hone into what you were focusing on and yep. the storyline um, instead of kind of going off off um, in different avenues you know he's like you just focus on what the vision of the song is 
Um, and that really, you know, that's something I'm going to take with me, definitely with moving into more songwriting as, as I get, you know, develop my my style and, and my career for sure. Sometimes as a, the songwriter and the artist, you get in the way of the song and, and someone like Alan, that they tell you, get out of the way, let it let it evolve. So I, I get that. Oh, it's so true, you know, and especially being a creative person, a lot of creative people would say this, you know, your mind's going a thousand kilometres an hour so you've got all these things like going through your head. So being able to siphon through it all and just focus on the one thing is definitely something that is, um, it's really important as a songwriter for sure. And Alan uh, is great at doing that. Is there someone else you know, on a bucket list person that you would love to you know work on a song together with? Yeah, I've got a few. Um, you know, I guess here in Australia, for me, I'd love to do something with Casey Chambers. I think that'd be really cool. I think Case is um, a fantastic songwriter, really interesting style of, of writing. You know, I've worked with Shane in the past um, yep. on, a, on a few projects, so I'd love to write with Casey. But there's another artist who I absolutely love, and he's an Americana um, singer-songwriter, and his name's um, Ryan Adams, not Brian. Yeah, yeah, I know the <laughs> guy. Yeah, yeah. Ryan Adams, he's a great songwriter, you know. He's just... I find him... Um, He's very emotional with his writing. He's, it's very similar to what the style that I write, um, and I think you know having having to sit down with him would be fantastic. But uh, you know, I think the ultimate person to write with, and he's not around anymore, obviously, would be one of my biggest idols, and that's Elvis Presley. I think he'd be an amazing person. <laughs> would have been an amazing person to write a song with. Yes, the king. Yes, the Elvis. King. He's like, you know, I don't think any of us would be doing what we're doing as musicians if it wasn't for his influence on popular culture and music, for sure. Absolutely. Totally agree. Totally agree. Let's hope you can have a kind of influence for some other people that will follow in your footsteps as well. Exactly. You know, and that's what it's about for me. Um, it's, it's At the end of the day, the music industry is it's so tough, it's so hard. Um, to work in, as a lot of people would know. But I think if you don't, if you lose sight of why you started, then it it all kind of gets a bit blurry. But for me, it's all about the music and it's about the creation and it's about just building something that I'm going to be proud of and and um, something that I can leave long after I'm gone, like someone like Elvis did. You know, maybe not to that level, but yeah. I think for your your, your dad. I think one of the things that he'll be very proud of you and, and what you're doing and, and all that. Yeah. So I can see that. And, and for, for him to know that what you're doing and others are loving it, I think he'd be pretty chuffed about that. And I think that might actually get you – you might find that that car's coming to you in the wheel, mate. I think it might just <laughs> – You never know exactly. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think it could be. But I think, you know, I think my parents are definitely really proud of, of yeah. what I've, I've achieved because, you know, as an independent artist, I've had to – um, navigate my own my own way through the industry um, and just build my own career yeah. and get it to the point that it's at now. And obviously, you know, I've got a team that I work with now. But you know, when you're starting, when you're starting out in the industry, it's hard because people, you know, they don't trust you because they don't know your music. They don't know, you know, like what your sound is. You don't have a profile, so you've got to build that and you've got to work hard for it. And I'm in the process of doing that. So yeah. Keep doing it. Don't stop, mate. Don't stop. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks very much. Appreciate it. Well, Andy, it is an absolute pleasure chatting to you once again. I'm, I'm there, so we're going to be chatting when we get closer to the album as well, and, and hopefully you can get over this way and we can get you in our studio because I'd, I'd love to sit down and have a good chat in the studio with you and hear, hear you play live for us. I think that would be an amazing experience. So you're welcome to do that anytime to our Flow Studios. But before that, 
Thank you so Thanks much so for much. spending time with us. Good luck with everything. And uh, the gig you got coming up at the Vanguard, I see you got Blake Dantier, Cora Norton, and Lucy Tiger. Know them all. Yes. Say g'day for us. They're, they're, they're favourites here at Flow, just like you. So please pass on our regards to them. And if you could oh, please yeah. introduce your song for all our Flow listeners. First of all, I want to say thank you so much for all the support and um, definitely catch up with you when the album's out. But this is Andy Penko, and you guys are listening to my new single, 1993. Take me back to 1993 To that old willow tree Feels like I've got lost in it all again My heart's so heavy my mind's in a spin I often wonder Will I ever be enough? Do the dreams still matter When the times get tough? I'm back Chasing it all again Caught up in the same high Got lost in the bright lights Take me back to 1993 Making plans under that old willow tree The roots are strong for a country boy like me Take me back to 1993 For Friday nights Me and the boys With our names up in lights Brothers and nuns We were gonna make it big But they made their choices For their wives and their kids Here's me Chasing it all again Believing in the same high Still caught in the bright lights Take me back to 1993 Making plans under that old willow tree The roots are strong for a country boy like me Take me back to 1993 1993 Making plans under that old willow tree The roots are strong for a country boy like me Take me back to 1993 The roots are strong for a country boy like me
guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.